Hey girl, do you struggle to find time to read the Bible as a busy mom? Or when you carve out that time, maybe you feel lost and you don't know what to do, where to start. Maybe you feel guilty because your mind is constantly distracted during your quiet time and it feels impossible to be still. Or do you wrestle with hearing from God, unsure sometimes if you really know him? These are all hard and triggering questions, I'll be honest, but I think as a Christian mama, you can relate to the struggle of confidently nurturing your faith through your relationship with God. Today on the podcast, I'm hanging out with my friend Angela, and I know you're going to leave both encouraged and with a little tough love perspective for pursuing Jesus. Don't worry. There's so much grace in this conversation. I promise you are in the right place right now. But let me introduce you to Angela Pitnikoff. She's a pastor's wife, boy mom, worship leader, and podcaster. She loves to lead worship and help people know the heart of God, understand the power of the Holy Spirit, and receive the love of their Heavenly Father in a real deep way. On her podcast called Kingdom Daughters, she shares her desire to help women understand their true identity in Jesus and walk in true freedom that only comes from him. Angel is so down to earth and she's fun to be around and you're going to leave with some foundational reasons and practical ways that you can connect with God consistently. I also want to remind you as we get into this conversation to head over to the website michellehyatt.com forward slash connect and grab your free gift for September. It's the 10 tips to finding more fulfillment while you balance motherhood and business with God at the center. I know that you are juggling so many different things and you want to do it all well, but ultimately you need God to be in the center. It's like, how do I do this? How do I stay rooted? What is most important? What are foundational habits and daily routines that are going to help me be successful, be the wife, be the mom, be the entrepreneur that I desire to be? And so these are just some tips that I've put together that really helped me order my life and order my day. And I'm telling you now that my kids are getting older, like the stability and the peace in our home and just seeing the young men and young women of God that they are and the fruit that really comes from applying these things is so, so beautiful. So I just really want to share some of what I do, what's worked for me. Again, just a few things with you. You can go and grab this free gift, print this checklist off, really explore in depth through some of the podcast conversations, what this is all about and what this looks like at the heart of the matter and really apply it to your life. And I believe there's going to be some great transformation and you'll be sowing good seed for the future of your family in that way. All right. So if you are ready for some clarity for successfully spending more time in prayer and reading the Bible, as well as some fresh perspective for knowing God, hearing his voice and choosing to trust, keep listening. Hey friend, welcome back to the Surrender Driven Success Podcast. Do you absolutely love being a wife and a mom, but something in you desires more? Do you want to grow as an entrepreneur without hurting your family? You wonder, is it really possible to be an excellent wife, an intentional mother, and be successful in business, all for the glory of God? Hi, my name is Michelle, and as a wife of 17 years, a homeschooling mama of five, and a kingdom entrepreneur, I know exactly how you feel. I know you wish every day that there were more hours in the day to get it all done and be the best mom that you can be. I know the mom guilt whispers in your ear far too often and you get tired of dealing with the constant interruptions. You crave more simplicity, more order in your home, more connection with your family, and more than anything, a strong faith that keeps your heart steady no matter the season. 
I'm so thankful you're here to join me on this journey of processing life together and growing in greater purpose as fellow business-minded mamas with a heart for home and a love for Jesus. On this podcast, we will use this precious time exploring how to embrace a heart of surrender, gain biblical perspective for everyday life, and learn practical tips to experience more peace in the midst of balancing work and family. I truly believe that the most important work you will ever do is within the walls of your home. Do you believe that too? Then let's connect the work of our hands with our influence at home so that we can leave a lasting legacy through the next generation. Go grab that basket of clean laundry to fold or pour another cup of coffee and let's grow together. Hey guys, welcome back to the Surrender Driven Success Podcast. I have my friend Angela here with me today to share a bit of her surrender story with you and give you some practical ways that she finds helpful to get into her Bible consistently so that she can help you guys get into your Bible consistently. The thing is, is I know that it's a struggle for so many of us, for so many of you busy moms, is that you want to get in the Bible more, you want to get in the Word but you don't really know how to, you're not really sure where to start. And then when you do sit down, you feel a little bit lost. You're not quite sure where to go, what to read. Do I read a devotional? Do I just flip it open randomly? And then as you're sitting there, somebody interrupts you or your brain interrupts you because it won't stop getting distracted or stop going all over the place. And it just feels hard, hard to sit still. I know you know what I'm talking about, and I know that all of that sets you up to feel a little bit discouraged in your faith and your relationship with the Lord, and sometimes even maybe feel guilty about it. Like, man, am I even a good enough Christian? I didn't read my Bible enough. You guys know the cycle. I know you get it. So for the next few minutes, um, hang out with Angela and I. We're going to chat a little bit more about the importance of knowing, hearing, and really trusting God in the end. So Angela, thanks so much for being here. And um, I'm so excited to have you on today. Tell us a little bit more about who you are. Awesome. Thank you so much for having me. This is, I'm really excited about this conversation. Okay. So my name is Angela. Um, I'm a mom of three boys. I'm a pastor's wife. I'm a worship leader. Um, and yeah, this topic of surrender is, is great. I think that just like you said, um, we can overthink things. We can you know, try to perfect our faith constantly. And that is where I think, um, surrender is such a great thing because really it's just all about giving it back to the Lord. It's just all about surrendering to him. Um, yeah, so I, I've been a Christian my whole life, but I didn't like a little bit about my story is I didn't really understand God's love until, I was in my thirties, probably after I became a mom. Um, I didn't, I knew that God loved me, but I didn't understand his love in a deep way. And so that kind of put barriers between like really knowing who he was and having relationship with him, um, and really understanding who I was in him. And so I've just been on this journey of just like, realizing that God loves me for who I am. I don't have to perform. I don't have to have it right all the time. I don't have to be perfect in his sight. I don't have to come to him with it all together. Like he just loves me for who I am. And that's, that's a beautiful release, I think for, and so as an encouragement to all of you moms listening out there, you are the same. You do not have to have it all together. God sees and knows everything about you and loves you for who you are. 
And when we come to him in obedience, when we come to him in surrender and we release it to him, like um, you, there's just so much joy and peace that can be found in his presence. So, yeah. That's so good. <laughs> I'm like you, you know, it's really been the last, I would say seven years, the Lord started really addressing this like works-based faith mm -hmm. in the sense that I always kind of, I didn't know I did, but he started unpeeling the layers of like, man, Michelle, you think you have to work for your worthiness, but I love mm -hmm. you. And I love you like a child and, and having children is so beautiful. I just remember my fourth child waking up and having these revelations, like seeing her lay in bed. And I'm like, Oh my gosh, she's doing nothing for me. She's pooping and demanding of me all the yeah. time. Like all I do is give and give and give, but I love her so deeply simply because she's mine. She's my right. daughter. Like she doesn't have to do anything or prove a thing for me to love her unconditionally. And it just was really highlighting God's love for me. And it is so fascinating how you said that so much understanding of God's love. It's really the, the, the foundation of our faith, mm. understanding his love, receiving his love. It's in the receiving, it's in experiencing that and opening ourselves up to yeah. his love. That's really what changes everything and really what transforms our lives. So that was just such a great, a great word right off the bat. But as we always are kind of talking about surrender on here, I just wanted to ask you before we get into some practical things, has there been a specific way that you have had to walk through surrender in your life? Is there a specific experience when you think of surrender? You're like, oh man, there was this time that, or what does it look like to you just in your everyday life? What does your connection with that word look like in a real life way? Yeah. So I think motherhood in general is all about surrendering. <laughs> you know, we're like um, constantly having to give our kids to the Lord, you know, like in every situation we build and we, you know, different things that come up with kids that you're just like, okay, Lord, I give them to you because they're a gift from him, you know? So in, in all in motherhood, I've learned about surrendering, but for me personally, the biggest and most deepest times that I have, um, learned to surrender is in, in worship and I'm a worship leader. So I lead worship on a regular basis basis, but it really, it's not really about the almost or not only about those times. It's about like just in worship as a whole, like even at my house, when I'm listening to worship, when I'm spending time with him, learning in those moments, like I just connect to like music and songs. And so in that time, it's just like, we're laying it all out there, right? In worship, we're just laying it out and saying, God, I want to, I want to surrender to you. I want my life to be honoring to you. And, you know, it's like, if you raise your hands in worship, you know, that's an act of surrender when you're just saying, I give up. It's not, it's not me. It's just like our kids, you know, when they raise their hands and you go to pick them up, it's because they're tired. They're exhausted. They can't run anymore. They don't, they just want to be held. And it's the same thing in worship when we surrender to him and we, you know, raise our white flag and say, okay, Lord, <laughs> we're all done. We've tried to do it on our own. And I just want, I just want you to hold me. I just want to be in your arms. And that's the, that's when I, I love those beautiful moments with God, because 
he is so faithful to just pick us up. Just like, just like we are with our kids. Like you were saying, like we love our kids no matter what, even though they're crazy sometimes we're always want to be there to hug them and comfort them and, and pull them into our arms. You know, we want to be that for them. It's how much more does God want to do that for us? Does he want to be there? Does he want to hold us? Does he want to walk with us and, and take us to the next level and, and take each next step with us. And he doesn't want to see us hurting. He doesn't want to see us exhausted to the point of just feeling overwhelmed with life. He wants us to have abundance. He wants us to have the more of him. And so I think for me, it's when we, when I worship, it's just an act of surrender saying, okay, Lord, have it all, have it all, Lord. I, I can't do this anymore. I just want to, I just want you to sing over me. Um, and I'm, Thinking of Zephaniah three seventeen, I think it's one of my favorite verses, but it talks about how God is mighty and strong, but he, in the end, it says he sings over us with love. And, and I'm like, worship is that it's, he's singing over us. He's pouring his presence into us and it's where we can connect with him. And that is where the greatest surrender I think can happen because we just release it all to him. That's so cool. And I think that the thing about surrender that I've been learning is it's a beautiful exchange. Like we just give God us. <laughs> I mean, yeah. all he asks is for us, all of us just to mm-hmm. come as we are. We give him ourselves. We let go. We release, we trust him. And in exchange, we get all of him is peace. We're, yeah. we, we're able to just experience him, experience him in that fullness. And I know Angela, a big part of your mission is just really helping other women connect with God because when they connect with God and they understand who he is, they can really understand their identity in Christ. And there's a big difference between knowing about God and really knowing him in a personal way. And so I guess I wanted to ask you, how do you encourage others to connect with the Lord in a personal relationship? Well, obviously the more time we spend with him, like I'm always saying, um, God's the, your relationship with God is just like any other relationship. If you can put it into a mindset like that, any friendship you have, if you have a sister, if you are close to your mom or even your spouse, like you spend time with them. The more you spend time with them, the more you can hear them clearly. You understand their voice. You know their intention for you, um, right? You you pick up the phone or if they call, you don't see who's calling and you answer. You hear their, their one word. You already know who it is, right? Because you know them on an intimate level. It's the same way with God. The more you spend time with him, whatever that looks like for you, for because for me, I feel like it's all about relationship. When you're when you're talking about connecting with the Lord and really knowing him, that's about the relationship side. So what does that look like for you? Does that mean like do you hear him clearer when you're in his word? Does he confirm things when you're reading his word and you're talking with him that way? Do you need to just turn on YouTube worship music and just sit in the room and just let worship run and you're worshiping and you're praying in that way? Or do you just pray fervently? Are you like an intercessor and you want to pray? Like, you know, the best way that you're going to connect with God because you're, well, first of all, if you're just learning that, try all three, try all the different ways and start learning how you hear from God. But if you already know, like do that on the regular. You know, you know what you do best with your best 
friend. Maybe you like getting coffee together and you just like spending time together. Maybe you want to just sit and watch a movie together. You know, you know how to connect with your best friend. You know how to connect with your spouse. You know how to connect with your kids. So it's about knowing what you need to do to connect with God on a personal level. So, and it's an individual thing. There is no cookie cutter way because, and that's a beautiful thing about relationship with God. That's, that's a beautiful thing about relationship with people too. There is no cookie cutter way to build relationship with people either, but with God, we have such a chance to build intimacy with him in, in a way that is beyond all of that because he created us. And so there's, he knows the intricate parts of us in a level that we don't even know ourselves. And so we have a chance to build that with him. So it's all, I think it's all about you understanding and and knowing what is best in that situation and diving into that on the daily and knowing it's, it's a must. It's a necessity for you to get those moments with the Lord. It cannot be, um, oh yeah, I go to church and that fills me up. Like, no, that's like saying you're going to only eat one time a week. <laughs> like, and you're going to be starving, right? By the next day, the next week, you're going to be starved. You need to have that on the daily because it is, he is our sustainer. He's the one that's going to fill everything that we need. That's really good. I, I love that you mentioned connecting with the Lord. It's not a cookie cutter process. We always are like, well, how do you do it? And what does the process look like? And of course, there's great ways that we can share and learn from each other. But I've heard it said before, Jesus, he's not a pattern. He's a person. Mm -hmm. And you're connecting with a person and we just want to know where he's at. What is he saying? What is he doing? And we want to just be near him and be mm. close to him, not just in proximity or going through the motions, but truly like our attention, our eyes are fixed on him because it's really, really sweet. Now you talked about the importance of spending time with the Lord. And I'm going to imagine that a lot of the women listening right now are like, well, that's there we go. I don't have time. I don't have time for anything. I'm so overwhelmed. I need more time in my life. Um, what would you say to that? So what are maybe some practical ways that she could get into her Bible or what are some habits for pursuing Jesus consistently that have helped you? So, um, tough love. We all have time <laughs> because we all get on our phones and waste time. We all watch TV. We all, there's, there's tons of time in the day that we waste. I'm saying that because this has been a thing I've been <laughs> convicted about recently. So it's about making the time, like whatever is important to you, you're going to make time for, like, we can, we cannot say, oh, I don't have time for my kids. I don't have time for my spouse. That can't be an excuse because they're literally right in front of us. And if we don't spend time with them, it will fall apart in front of our faces. We have to think about it kind of on a literal way because our relationship with the Lord is the most important relationship. So we have to start shifting our mindset and saying, this is the most important thing that I, I have to do this. Because we make time for all kinds of things. We go get pedicures. We work out every day. We want to spend time on ourselves. You know, whatever that looks like. I'm I'm guilty. I know. So this has to, this has to, the mindset has to change that this is the most important thing that I have to do today. Because this is the only thing that is going to fill 
my soul and help me do what I need to do today. Because just like Jesus is in a cookie cutter, he is not a item to be checked off your to-do list. He, it's a relationship. And so when you think about it as relationship, then I think it changes the mind shift, but practical ways. These are things that I think are super easy. Speaking of our phones, set alarms on your phone. Just set some alarms. I want to pray for this right now. Like, and you can just take five minutes because that's the beauty about relationship. It could be all throughout the day. It doesn't have to be an hour long devotional in the morning. Cause I think that's what we get trapped in is there's like a time frame that we have to be spending with the Lord and doing devotionals and doing all these things. Start with this. If this, if you're overwhelmed and don't know what to do, start with just a tiny little um, alarm on your phone every like four hours or something that says, pray for my spouse. Then the next one, pray for my kids. Then the next one, pray for whatever you want to pray for my community, whatever you want to pray for, right? The things that are highlighted for you. And in that moment, when your alarm goes off, stop everything, take two minutes, three minutes and actually pray and say, Lord, I want to hear from you today. I want to lift this up to you. I want to hear from you. And my desire is to build a relationship with you. And so come and be in my space in this moment. The more that you do this, I'm telling you, the hunger and the desire is built inside of you because you start to see the fruit of spending time with the Lord. You start to see that you're less frustrated throughout the day. You're less stressed throughout the day. There's more peace in your home throughout the day because you are bringing the Lord along with you in every single moment. So, and that could be Bible reading too in the day. You could just say like, I want to read this scripture, you know, a, a timer that goes off. The other quick pra practical, excuse me, tip, right? Take, take 20 minutes today, write out your favorite scriptures, put them on three by five cards and hang them all over your house. I have some inside my kitchen cupboards. I have some on my bathroom mirrors. Put them on your laundry. Wherever you're going to be throughout your day, hang those up all over. And then when you open your cabinet, just say the scripture out loud. Ba -da 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 -da, done. Okay. You're speaking life over your home. You're speaking scripture over your home. You're going to begin to memorize that scripture. It's going to come up later. Not only that, your kids are going to see you doing this. This is going to be a practice for your family to learn as well. So those are just easy, practical things that work for, that I have worked for me to get you started. Those are really great tips. It's funny. I just talked about setting alarms and setting timers recently on the podcast is as a way to maximize your time to be more productive and also to check in with yourself. Like, who am I becoming? What is my attitude right, right now? Checking in with your character and the posture of your heart. But how beautiful to add that in, to set an alarm, to intentionally pray for others and to connect with the Lord, because it's really going to create habits in your life. It may feel awkward and kind of like religious, almost starting out, it may feel like a checklist, but when your heart is in the right place and it's mm -hmm. towards the father and you're really doing it out of a place of love, it's going to change everything. And it will really become a habit and a rhythm and a relationship that you'll just kind of 
continually be in a place of prayer and connection all through the day. And it won't feel like work and you won't need those alarms, I would imagine, after a while. And I also love that you said to write Bible verses and put put them on post-it notes or paste them around the house. That's so good for setting an example to your kids. We always talk about that here on the podcast because this is not about us as mothers. Like, yes, we are kingdom women and we're living a life, but part of living a life with purpose is leaving a legacy for our children. And Mm -hmm. everything that we do now is a seed being sown for the next generation. And so as we live our lives out loud, they say more is caught than taught and we get to lead by example and they get to see mom read the word and see mom open her cabinet to get out the black pepper (laughs) and read from Isaiah or whatever. And so that's just a really awesome thing that can influence the whole family, Mm -hmm. even without preaching or saying a word to the kids. That's awesome. When you think about knowing God and connecting with him, I know one thing that a lot of women struggle with is, okay, well, I prayed, but how do I hear from God? How do I actually hear from him? How do I know that it's him? I just, I struggle to hear from God. I want to hear from him, but I don't really know how to do that or what that looks like. I know that connecting with him and talking to him is one thing, but what is your advice to the woman on, on just maybe ways to, to hear from him? Yeah, I would say all of the things that I mentioned before when you're getting connecting with him. So prayer, reading your word and worship. Um, the closer you are to God, you know, in John 15 talks about being connected to the vine and he's the vine where the branches, right? When we're connected to him. We can produce fruit and we're being remaining in him. We're staying with him. Um, so that's like so important, just staying connected to him. Um, the second thing I would th- say is obedience. Um, you know, in the Bible, it says obedience is better than sacrifice. And at the time, you know, when this, I think it was in first Samuel, it it's talking about, you know, the idea is like at the time they're sacrificing things, you know, to the Lord and God's like, no, your obedience is better than this. I want to see you obey. And I think that's a hard thing sometimes because we're like, okay, well, what am I obeying? And I don't even know what I'm supposed to obey. And that there's a, there's a, a fun like tug and pull there because you're going to be able to, once you start connecting to him, you're going to start hearing things, whether that's in scripture or you're actually like feeling something in your spirit or when you're praying, you're getting things confirmed. You're going to have to step out into obedience to start recognizing what was you and what was him. And the more you obey, the more you step out in obedience, you know, the more you you know, you're hearing, you're hearing God say, speak this over your child or, oh, I have this, I have this encouragement for your friend. And you're going to be like, ah, I don't know. This is crazy. This is scary. You go ahead and do it. First of all, you're a blessing and you're, it doesn't even matter if it was, you know, as if you're encouraging, you're being an encouragement, but then you're going to be like, oh, wow, that was from the Lord because you're, you know, you're going to, you're going to feel that it was from the Lord. And now I have, I have a better idea of what I'm hearing. That wasn't my thoughts. That was God talking to me. So when we're obedient, we can, we're, we're starting to understand his voice a little clearer as we step out to him and we recognize, you know, who he is. Um, so yeah, those are two things I would say. 
Yeah, that's really good. I know for me, one thing that has allowed me to really hear from the Lord is I hear him speak to me a lot during the nighttime hours because I'm the most like out of the way. It's so quiet. In fact, even just this morning, like I went to bed last night and I had some questions. I was kind of wrestling with some things. And so I went to bed asking the Lord those questions and kind of wrestling in my heart. And I was like, Lord, would you just come and would you deal with my heart? Like I need mm. you to come and do what only you can do. And I love the nighttime hours because as moms, as women, we're so busy we're so distracted. I mean, how can we not be? We're, we're juggling so many different things, but at night there's just this stillness that comes upon us as we rest and the Lord doesn't sleep or slumber. And I feel like part of hearing from the Lord is getting out of our own way. <laughs> and at night I'm the most like available. And so I'll wake up. I woke up early from I think three to four 30 this morning. And I just, I woke up and I was so thankful for the way the Lord just loved me and spoke to me. And I've never been a huge journaler, but the more I write, the more I hear him speaking. And as I write mm. words out, I know that it's from him. And there's just little nuggets of truth, encouragement, and revelation that only he can bring. And so journaling is a great way to slow your mind down, I think, and hear mm. from the Lord. And also like invite him into the nighttime hours and ask him your questions with expectancy that he's going to speak and be waiting and expectant because he's so good. And I am just been so encouraged how God is intentional with us. He knows us. He knows how to love us best. He cares for every detail of our lives. And he's just so sweet in the way he guides us and leads us as a good shepherd. So Angela, another question for you, when you know God and you hear his voice, what is the next step in a relationship with the Lord? Oh gosh. Um, I would say stepping out, like he calls us to move, you know, um, if we're, if we're moms, our purpose is to raise those babies to love Jesus. Right. Um, step into the purposes that he has for us, um, that he's, he's called us to. And, um, once we have a relationship with him, obviously that's a day to day, keep chasing him, keep learning about him, keep growing about him. Um, like you were saying before, like he is such a beautiful, intimate, loving, kind God that wants to just be with us. Um, that's a, that's a more and more, we can just keep learning and learning. We will never reach the pinnacle of <laughs> knowing him at the most we possibly can. And, and even when we get to heaven, I think we'll still be just overwhelmed by him. But, um, so just keep chasing him, but stepping into what God has for you, you know, what does that look like? What are the dreams that God's putting in your heart? What do you, what do you really feel God is calling you to, you know, are you called to your home? Are you called to your kids? Or do you think that you have that calling and a ministry calling of some sort or a business that you want to own? Um, you know, what is God calling you to? Because we're all called on a mission to spread the gospel, right? We're all called on a mission to share who Jesus is. Um, I think we get caught up so much in our own stuff sometimes, and I'm guilty of this 100%, get caught up in our own stuff. Sometimes we forget that there is a mission here, and that is to share Jesus with our family, to raise them up to love the Lord, but also to reach our neighbors. You know, we have a community around us for a reason. We have, God has planted us where we are for a reason. 
Um, and when we look at it like that, like, oh, I'm here. I have, I have these neighbors on purpose. They may be a pain in the butt. They may, we may not get along. You know, we may argue about the grass being mowed or I don't even know, but that you're there for a reason and God has you in their life for a reason. And you may be the only person that loves Jesus around them. You may be the only person that's going to be able to show them who God is. And that goes in with all your circles, what, wherever you're at. Maybe you visit the same Starbucks every day. <laughs> you may be the only person that's going to love them and show Jesus to them and not be stressed out and not be, um, you know, treating them badly. You're going to show them a different, what, what is different about you. Um, so yeah, I guess that would be it. Sorry. That was kind of long. <laughs> no, that's so good. I love that you said stepping into really what God has for you. And when I think about knowing the Lord and having a relationship with him and really hearing his voice, I think that it's our responsibility to respond properly. And I think it should always just be with obedience. Like I just always want to give God my yes. I want to give him my yes of obedience because to me, that is success. We all yeah. want success in life and we're all chasing after this word, this idea. And I think it's so important that we define what that is with the Lord. Like what does success look like from his perspective in this specific season? Because that changes from time to time, but regardless, he needs to be the center of it because having him as the focus, it brings peace. It brings purpose to our lives. And I think that for me, responding to a relationship with the Lord is always determining to give him my yes of obedience and my yes of trust. That's really where the surrender comes in for me in a huge way, because there's so many times I'm like, man, I don't know what to say. I don't know what to do. I don't know how to pray, but Lord, I trust you. I yeah. trust you. And I just want that to be the prayer that's always on my lips is I trust you. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, definitely. And trust can be hard sometimes um, because we as humans let each other down a lot, you know, and so we have to remember that he's not the same as us. He's never failing and his love never fails and he's constant and true and faithful Um and we can put trust in him and we won't be let down. <laughs> you know, we won't be um, disappointed by anything he has to offer. It may look different than what we thought. It may be a different um, scenario than what we had in our heads, but we won't be disappointed by him where we may be disappointed in life. So because so he's good. faithful, he's good. Angela, do you have any final words that you'd love to share to the mom listening right now? She is somebody who is working so hard, juggling all the things. She really desires to grow in her business and with the work of her hands. She's wanting to actively nurture her home and her family and her marriage and her children. And she really wants to honor God in the process. And sometimes when we have so many things demanding of us, it's, it's our faith. It's the most important relationship that can kind of go to the back burner, but mm -hmm. then we lose our peace and we're overwhelmed and anxious all the time. And we're crazy. <laughs> and then we feel guilty because we're not spending enough time with the Lord. So anyways, any mom that is kind of in that place, you have any words of encouragement or any final thoughts for her? Yeah. I mean, first of all, you need to know that you're not alone. I mean, there's so many of us feeling that, um, and it's a constant chasing of the Lord. It's a constant decision that you need to make, um, that this is the most important thing. That's, that's going to give you the most peace. That's going to give you the most joy. That's going to get you, um, through your day, um, in the best way. 
um, is chasing after the Lord. Um, but no, you're not alone. <laughs> that's, I would say that's the first thing. Um, because that is the enemy's way is to isolate us, make us think we're the only ones struggling and put us in a place of shame and guilt. And like, we're never going to be able to measure up. And it's because we are, like you were saying, chasing these things of the world. And when we surrender to the Lord and we make that priority, when we put him first and say, okay, today, this day is for you, Lord. I surrender to you. Whatever you have for me, I give this to you. He, again, going back, he is a faithful and good father who wants the best for you today. He wants good things. He wants to give you more. He wants to give you joy and peace and love beyond your own understanding. And so when we partner and surrender to him, you're going to see a shift in your perspective, in how you treat those around you and how they end up in return, start treating you. It just, it's, it shifts everything around when you welcome Holy Spirit, when you welcome God's presence into your house on the daily and put that as number one in your life. So that's so good. And I just want to end by emphasizing what we've been talking about a couple of the keys that you really started out with even from the beginning is just the importance of prioritizing his presence. It's going to look different for everybody. You gave some really great tips and tactical strategies that a woman can do to help just create awareness and start a habit of being aware of the Lord and his presence and really connecting with him all through the day. But prioritizing his presence is absolutely important and surrendering, like putting on worship because what's so powerful about worship which I'm sure you experience is it just takes your eyes off of you. You're putting your mm -hmm. full attention on the Lord. And when you take your eyes off of yourself, that is true surrender. That is sacrifice. It is yeah. putting, giving God the glory he deserves. And in that way, we can bring heaven to earth and really abide in his love. So I love that so much. Angela, would you mind wrapping us up in prayer? Oh yeah, no problem. No problem. Oh, Lord, thank you so much for um, this time. Thank you for this conversation, Lord. Thank you for um, just your love and your goodness and your faithfulness, God. And I just pray that you would uh, bless every beautiful mama that's listening in right now. God, you see and you know everything about her current situation, where she's at, um, in motherhood or in her business, God, or whatever she's um, working at, Lord, you see and know everything. And so I pray that you would fill her home with your presence. I pray for peace over her, Lord. I pray that you would fill her home with joy and that you would give her a desire to spend time with you, Lord. I pray that new things would be birthed inside of her for relationship with you, God, that you would continue calling her into your presence. And as she continues to seek you, Lord, as she continues to spend time with you, Jesus, that you would meet her where she is and that she would find more of you. She would know you more. She'd be able to trust you more. She'd be able to be able to obey you more, Lord, and that her relationship would begin to be stronger and stronger and stronger. She could be the woman that you've called her to be, Lord, today. And we just give you glory for that. We know that you are faithful and that you want that relationship with us. And it's such a good feeling to know that you want to be with us and that you want to walk this life out with us. And so thank you so much for that, God. We give you all the glory and honor and praise. You're a good, faithful God. And we just pray blessing over every person in your precious name. Amen. Amen. Angela, thank you so much for your time today. 
real quick before we go, will you please tell the ladies listening where they can find you and about your podcast? Yeah, um, my podcast is Kingdom Daughters, um, and uh, you can find that on all the podcasting spaces. Um, and then the best place to find anything that I have is just thekingdomdaughters.com. Awesome. All right. Thank you so much. Talk to you later. Thank you. Bye. If you like Mama so, please leave a review. Hey, Mama, real quick, before you run off and do all the things, if you found value in today's conversation, it would mean the world to me if you left a review and subscribed to my podcast. I know you know how precious time is. The biggest thank you you can give me for taking the time to share on this podcast is to take 30 seconds right now and leave a quick written review. More importantly, this is the way we can reach other mamas just like you and help them find more peace and purpose as they balance motherhood and business with God at the center. So head over to iTunes, scroll down to the bottom of the Surrender Driven Success Podcast, click five stars and leave a super quick review to let me know what spoke to your heart. And if you're feeling a little extra, take a screenshot of today's episode and tag me on social or simply text it to a friend to spread the love. I appreciate you and can't wait to connect over at michellehyatt.com forward slash connect. That's Michelle with two L's, H-I-A-T-T dot com forward slash connect.